Hi, this is Mark Brady. I'm the pastor at Anchor Faith Church in Valdosta, Georgia. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. We believe it will bless you and minister to you. I get ready to receive a word from God. Maybe you're here with family. I'm Pastor Mark. This is Anchor Faith Church. And uh, we're just so honored that you would spend your Christmas Eve with us. Got a few verses that I want to share with you. And then we are going to take communion together, amen, to honor the, the gift and the treasure that's been given to us. In Isaiah chapter 9, in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6, I want to move pretty diligently. I know we've got children in the house with us, Amen. Thankful we can celebrate Christmas together as a family. I don't know, some of you adults might just be as antsy as some of these children. That's all right. We're going to be diligent, deliberate this morning. Isaiah 9, verse 6. Uh, 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Notice it says that a child is born, but a son is given. It's because the son's always existed. Amen. Jesus has always existed, but the word becoming flesh and dwelling among us is the child born, but the son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder and his name. Everyone say his name. His name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, the seal, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. In Luke chapter 2, In Luke chapter 2, we see that a child is born and a son is given. And he's given names, wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. In Luke chapter 2 and verse 8, now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord. Everyone say glory. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Later on in that same chapter in verse 20, it says that the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. 
in Matthew chapter 2 and verse 9. In Matthew chapter 2 and verse 9, when they heard the king, this is the tale of the wise men, they departed and behold, the star which they had seen in the east was before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced. They rejoiced. They rejoiced. They rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When Jesus was born, we were not just given the birth of a man. We were not just given the, the birth of a savior, of redeemer. We were given a named child. And there's something powerful about the name of Jesus, the names that he was given. Could have easily just said there was a man born named Jesus, but we see time and time again, there are other names associated with this child. There are other names associated with the birth because there's something that even after Jesus departed this earth, God wanted to leave with you. That was a name, a name, a wonderful counselor, mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, the Lord. And we notice, we recognize every time that there is glory, there is praise, there's rejoicing, exceedingly abundant joy, amen? That there is uh, an exaltation and an adoration associated with recognizing the birth of this child. It is the only true response to the birth of Jesus and being given that name, to exalt it, to lift it up, to glorify it. In Philippians chapter two, Paul tells us, beginning with verse five, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself, of no reputation. That's the son becoming a child. That's, the, that's the, the son of God becoming a son of man in the earth, walking in the flesh just like you and I. But made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him the what? The name, which is above every name. I don't know what name you're being challenged with today, but you've got a name that challenges back. You've got a name that answers back. You've got a name that all other names must bow and submit to. You've got a name today, not just the birth of a child, not a baby boy in a manger and swaddling clothes, not just a man that walked this earth for 33 days, uh, 33 years, and then ascended to heaven until we all get there in glory. We left you with a name that's above every name. That wonderful counselor, mighty God, 
everlasting Father. What a beautiful name. What a wonderful name. What a matchless name. What a mighty name. What a powerful name. Come on, we got a name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory, the glory, the worth. That's why we sing worthy of it all. That's why we sing we exalt thee. That's why we sing holy, holy, holy. We cry holy, holy, holy. Just as the elders and the angels when those angels showed up and, and professed the, the birth of Jesus, they began to give glory to God in the highest. Glory to God for the birth of this child. Glory to God for the one that's been named Jesus with the name that's above every name. And this name is so powerful that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And Romans chapter 10, verse 13 tells us, Romans chapter 10 and verse 13 says, for whoever calls on the what? The name. I'm telling you right now, your salvation is as close as the name. Your redemption is as close as the name. Your deliverance is as close as the name because when you recognize the name, you recognize the power. When you recognize the name, you recognize the authority in the name. For even Jesus said, whatever two or three touch and agree in my name, it shall be done for them. The authority that's in the name, the power that's in the name, what's available to you in the name of Jesus. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's not just saved from eternal damnation in hell. That's not just saved and given uh, rites of passage to heaven. That's saved from every, every curse that came with living in a broken world. In the name of Jesus. This is why we pray in the name of Jesus. Acknowledging, recognizing, honoring the power and the authority that was bestowed upon Jesus. This morning, you were given communion elements as you walked in. If you would go ahead and retrieve those at this time. If you were not given elements, if you did not receive elements, would you please raise your hand? If you would please raise your hand, and we want to make sure that you are able to participate in communion with us this morning. As we recognize this moment in communion, we recognize the price that was paid, the treasure that was given, the sacrifice that was made. We remember the name that was given to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you would stand up with me as we take communion together. Hallelujah. Is that mine or yours? Mine. 
Hallelujah. Father, we honor your name this morning. Father, as we partake of this communion together as a church family, a church body, recognizing the blood that was shed and the body that was broken. Father, we are so thankful and so grateful for the name that was given to us. We honor you in this way. If you would, take the bread. Jesus said that this bread is a representation of my body, the body that was tormented, the body that was beaten. Beaten so much that you couldn't even recognize he was still a man. But in the breaking of that body, we claim redemption. We claim healing in ours. Stripes that were taken on his back for every sickness and disease that could ever be mentioned. The crown of thorns placed upon his head. The nails driven into his hands and his feet. You understand that Jesus stripped off heavenly glory to become a man to die for you and I. So Father, as we remember the body of Jesus that was given as the ultimate sacrifice, no more slaying of animals, no more the, the shedding of blood because when that body was broken, it became the ultimate sacrifice upon the ultimate altar. Father, as we take this bread and eat, we remember the consecration of your body. In Jesus' name, you can take and eat. She'll take the juice. We recognize the powerful blood of Jesus. This blood, the shedding of blood, has always been a requirement. You know, when we think of blood or we see blood shed, we typically think of death. When God sees blood shed, he thinks of life. And through this blood, you ultimately receive a, a blood transfusion because this now becomes your DNA. When you accept the blood was shed for the remission of sins, for your repentance, your redemption, your restoration in your kingdom rights and privileges, this makes you part of the family. You know, we can tell you what we can tell what family you belong to by your natural blood that carries the DNA. Well, by this spiritual blood, you receive kingdom DNA, heavenly DNA, godly DNA. Born and made new in his nature. If any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. The old's passed away. All things become new. And Father, we thank you that through this blood we believe all things have been and can be and will be made new. Father, as that blood was shed, it reminds us the great price that was paid. It also reminds us of the family we now belong to, the covenant, the commitment that you made to us. Father, we receive that. We enter that covenant today. You may take and drink. Hallelujah. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. We trust you received a word from God. If you enjoyed this teaching, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes. By subscribing, you'll be sure to receive a new message every week as soon as they are made available. And if you'd like to learn more about Anchor Faith Church, you can stop by our website at anchorfaithbaldosta.com. There you'll find our locations and service times, ministries that are available for you and your family. You can even give financially in support of the ministry. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Anchor Faith Church podcast.